0: Hey everyone, welcome to the 18th episode of the Cheesy Controller Podcast. I'm your host, Anton LaPlatt. With me as always is Jalen Roberts Woo-hoo! and Chris Montevano. You said something else. <laughs> right. <laughs> Change it up for one. We have a jam-packed show for you guys this week. We're actually recording in Chris's apartment, so if you guys hear a little bit of ambient noise, just know that we're not in the studio as usual, but we decided to have a gaming lifestyle. and eating afternoon. Life and so. We thought it'd be a good time to record a podcast since we haven't had time to record with me being out of town. But we have a jam-packed show for you guys this week. We'll be talking about Destiny's Leviathan Raid one more time. We'll be talking about the Overwatch League and Halloween Terror Event. Skins! We'll be talking about loot boxes and video games in general and how that's becoming more of a trend. We'll talk about some new Switch games that I've been playing such as Arms, Golf Story, and Cross S. And finally, our topic of this show, will be talking about video games and their staying power in 2017. Alright, so within the next month, this is a little bit of housekeeping before we really get into the meat of the podcast. We're going to be doing our live show. I usually shout it out at the end of the episode, but we haven't been getting much engagement from that. So I'm going to shout it out at the beginning of the episode. We have... Uh, cheesy Controller Podcast live being recorded within the next month. And we need emails sent to our email. CheesyControllerPodcast at gmail.com And we need tweets at our Twitter account. Um, you can send in any gaming question, no matter how big or small. And it will probably be read on our first live show ever. Uh, and our Twitter handle is at cheesy controller without the last E. So C-H-E-E. Mm S-Y-C-O-N-T-R-O-L-L-R. So that's our Twitter. That's our email. Send in any gaming questions. You can tweet at us. You can email them. And we will respond to them in our live show. So you can contribute and we'll read your name or however you introduce yourself on the podcast for listeners that want to get involved. We also need... We're looking for ratings and reviews on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud. Just anywhere that you listen to the podcast, review and rate it there and share it with anybody you know who listens to gaming content, watches gaming YouTube videos, would be interested in a new perspective on the gaming news every week. All right, and with that out of the way... This past week, while I was in Florida, by some miracle, we beat the Leviathan raid as a group for the first time.
1: <clears throat>
0: well, we beat Callus <coughs> together.
2: I the night before I did with another completely different group, in two hours did the entire raid besides the boss. So I feel like we could all get a get the crew together. I mean, and we had Gauntlet down that one time we tried it actually found a better way to do the gauntlet that we need to run the next time we do it, which is like, I mean, I guess I don't have to explain it on here, but if you, I'm just gonna do it. Everyone stays on their platform, the people who stay out, they stay on their singular platform, you shoot yours, like, the people on two sides where the two people who go into the gauntlet shoot the top arrow, the people who are on the other side of that shoot the bottom arrow and you have to worry about yours and you have to worry about the worst in front of you and you don't have to leave your platform except just to punch a siren on. and that went so smooth that'd Take be great because that platform is easy it's like if you're doing the platforming minutes. if you're doing the actual running part it's easy just right as long as Dude. you're paying attention it takes 20 minutes it took us 20 minutes to do the dogs and that's supposed to be the hardest one so, I think we got this because we can all communicate
0: pretty well. Yeah, like, uh, the way we've been coordinated in Destiny 2 has been right. some, like, it, the, we're getting a lot of payoff from playing so much Overwatch, playing so much Rocket League, playing a lot of Destiny 1, just playing all of these games that we played together co-op, like, mm-hmm. the payoff is being shown in Destiny 2 for us, like, especially rating. Nightfall, the communication has been a lot stronger, but the raids, really,
1: it shows that we've been playing a lot of games together and that we've been doing... Speaking of raids, don't you think it's about time for us to get that shotgun?
2: Don't you think I've always been... I guess, if if someone said, hey, let's go get this shotgun, I will do that level 300 strike.
1: Oh yeah, that is the last step. (laughs) No, it's not the last step. It's like... That's the last step to get the gun, but it's the first step to start upgrading the gun.
2: So yeah, no you can yeah, get this shotgun. When you,
1: when you get the shotgun, it only has its intrinsic perk, which is it over penetrates and it's really powerful. That's all I got. One round of the magazine, that's all it has. And then you do the next part, which is get two kills with one shotgun blast, X just kill stuff with the shotgun in various ways and then you have to beat the raid twice. I mean, I feel like that is the easiest part of like
0: the raid's not easy. It took us 4 hours like all working together to beat the boss True. with a well-coordinated team.
2: Well, I mean, well-coordinated was time... not <laughs> I would not describe that as. Well, we're always this is the first time like we've actually all like everyone in the group there was like, what, four people who'd never done it before? I mean, me and Zach and Jalen in Madrid. Okay, so four people have, yes, only done it before. But I got 90% of the way done. I knew no, no, what yeah, it But took it's to just to like it. getting back into that flow, getting back into it. Not like, just that, but also it's one of those like. It's just the fact that,
1: that it hits really. We were doing it not the proper way, we were doing it the high risk, high reward. Cause being outside with only two people is rough. It's really, what? really rough.
2: As a person who's never been outside, I've never Yeah, I, I just, No, you were what? outside at one time during that last
1: bout. I was like, ooh, yeah, you know, this is some shit. It's it's rough. And it's all because of shielded enemies, which rotate weakly. The first enemy with the shield, its shield rotates weekly. What the
0: damage modifier or- Yeah.
1: Well the enemy itself seems no, to be No, well also no, that's rotated. what I mean. It's like there's a there's technically three yellow bar enemies you could fight. There's a there's the solar one which y'all hate cuz it can fly. Yeah. Then you have the arc one which just wants to punch you in the face. Fair enough. And the void one I don't know that much about cuz I might have seen it once.
2: I feel like last week was the boy one, because what he was shooting... No, nah, it play. was it was solar. Was it? It was the ones that find. Yeah. Because When we
0: beat the raid, remember how we were like, oh, that's not the same dude that was coming out first last time.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. You're right. And then it rotates within the raid itself. So the first time you go through the damage phase, it's going to be the first enemy. Then yeah. it rotates to the next one and the next one. That's one thing that I really want to commend them for in this raid
0: is instead of... Having it be more, like, stagnant and, like, not really... Like, the raid was the same thing every single week for a very long time. But now this raid, you do the boss room... You do the rooms in different orders. You do... And then within,
1: like, the encounters, they're rotating elements. So... I I like the fact that this is a game that kind of acknowledges more that it wants its hardcore that its hardcore base is going to be running this strike three times a week every single week Yeah. and I'm not sure how I feel about tokens now that we have now I've had time to grind and everything's about tokens I mean I like that we don't, our inventory
0: isn't full of like, I think when the Dark Below came out, there were like 25 different currencies in Destiny 1. Between Motes of Light, Strange Coins, Ascendant Energy, Ascendant Shards, um, Luminous Energy, Luminous Shards. Yeah, they're... Spin Metal, all the planetary materials, um, armor materials for each of the different classes... Guns would give you certain materials.
1: Weapon materials. So
0: or, all yeah. of those were being counted as currencies alongside glimmer and yeah. exotic shards. I mean, so it I like was the just fact that, that they converted,
1: you know, it's just weapon parts now. It's this, it's that. It's just yeah, one of those, yeah. like...
0: But tokens, instead
1: of, like, getting planetary... Those... But then also I like the fact that how it helps reward... It rewards the fact that, yes, I have a three oh something more like... Yes, I'm. I'm not gonna pretty much. The gear I go for is for looks, but I like the fact that if I do the raid, I can get the tokens, and then those tokens are in my inventory. So when I actually play my Titan, I can just. Well, get don't it. the raid tokens reset every week? No, you're thinking of
2: the keys. Okay. For the Chest in oh, yeah. the underbelly. That's another thing we got to do. That's a whole nother, the other. The underbelly. We got to go to the underbelly. There's entirely. four chests that I haven't even done.
0: Right. Well, and I haven't even seen. Well, you get a key from finishing monster. the encounter.
2: Yeah,
1: you
0: get four keys for finishing the four encounters that yeah. make up the raid. and they're the f- I've, never I've never got a
1: callous key before, though. Really? I no. Got, I I've only gotten the got one from Bath. I only got the one from
2: Bath. I got a key huh. from
0: him, I want to say, from beating the boss. Yeah,
2: I got all four keys after the last time I did it. We did it. Yeah. I well, f- then you should probably
1: go through the underbellies tonight. Well, it already... Pre- no, it every- says tomorrow. Yeah,
0: it reset Tuesday.
1: Tuesday. You have until No, we Tuesday did morning. it. We beat it oh, on a Monday. We beat the oh, rain yeah, last week reset. Monday.
0: Yeah, it reset right after we did it. Right. Cuz we did the Nightfall that night. We mm-hmm. I did I True got
2: night. my we haven't done the Nightfall this week. It's a hive and I kind of want to stay away from it. I mean, yeah,
1: it is Sabbath's song. I mean, that is on like my bottom tier of Strikes. Right. right.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't have a tier list for the Strikes. The this.
1: tier list is Pyramidium Arms dealer. Wait, they are
0: not getting the hand motions. So first,
1: okay, at the tippity top, the best strike in the game is the pyramidion That one's fun.
2: Yeah, and I then like after
1: that. that is arms dealer because it's not that much of a problem. No. Then Savathun's song because it's—it's it's not Exodus Black.
2: Exodus Black Exodus Black is, Exodus Black is terrible.
1: Of. And it's all because the boss is like, hey, I'm, I know this is timed because Bungie has a hard-on for timed events now. I know this is timed, so I'm just going to go hide for like a minute and a half.
2: Right. Even though we did get through a cheese, we got the Rat King on that rate, our strike. And? Some. <laughs> and? We, so we, when we
0: beat it, we were like down to the wire. And like the boss, between the forced encounters in that strike,
1: when it's the nightfall are just a pain for But no another thing reason. about the Nightfalls is that all the bonuses, except for the Pyramidium, because that was fun, all the bonuses have been, hey, this is specifically to make it harder because it's timed. Exodus Black had attrition, so we yeah. couldn't heal properly. Um, the one currently, you can only heal while sprinting. It's That's annoying. It's just a bunch of annoying stuff to basically make you get shot at right that's just all it is it's like it's not hard it's kind of cheap and it's cheap only because it's timed mm-hmm. like all those like attrition and shenanigans like that like heck there was in Destiny 1 there, were, there was a hive nightfall full of exploding thrall, cursed thrall who would explode only way to get your shield back was melee kills but it was no timer so that was fun it was hard. Right, yeah. But it was fun. Especially that was as a, part of the old Nightfall's like. Back when they had the. This is going to be Halo 3 skulls. Yeah. Right. They're going
2: to throw things at you. Yeah, like. Yeah, it really makes gonna go you change timeline.
0: up the way you play, but you can still
1: beat it pretty much no matter what. Like, as Yeah, long as and you, you just you have to focus on not it. dying. <laughs> That's all that matters. Right. Because the, back then, if you died, you had to do the entire thing yeah. over again. If you wiped, you'd get returned to orbit. So, but there was no timer. There was so, no timer, and it's just like you could just take it slow. You could handle these engagements better. Yeah. And instead of trying to handle the engagement, be fast enough to deal with the timer and find
2: whatever anomaly is hidden in some whatever corner of the map. Which luckily, even with this strike that's come out, people have found a way that you can cheese the anomalies. It's just one of those like, which make it. A little I don't easier. like
1: timers in most video
2: games yeah mo- like timed events like
0: like anything that i'm racing against the clock plus fighting against complex mechanics it's like getting stuck between a rock and a
1: hard place mm-hmm. it's just not and another thing is every single boss has some mechanic that makes them go away for x amount of time like every single boss has that Sad with the, the current one, it will just... It's a giant, um... What are those? What are the names of those eyes that just shoot you whenever you're in range? The hive eyes that just fire at you. Oh, the... Um, yeah, I forgot. What you- you talking yeah, I know what you're talking about the purple
0: things? Yeah, the yeah.
1: giant purple eyeballs that just fire on you mercilessly. Anyway, the boss is just a big one of those. And if you get close to those things, they just close up and you can't shoot them anymore. Yep. And it'll just you'll just get to a fine fight where just do that. Just deal with that for a while. It may be teleports and may not. It's just like, it's it's one of those, these aren't, there's always a cheese. Like, with the first Nightfall, with Arms Dealer, there was a cheese where you just waited for it to go arc, you got an arc strider or a stormcaller, and you literally just hopped on the elevator when he was on there, you let it go to arc, you pop your super, and you just stomach him till he died.
2: Hey. Yeah. Not a bad idea. Right, you can. I'm waiting.
1: It, it's one of those. It doesn't feel like it's skill that's getting me through these nightfalls. It's either we stuck together, it either ignored the mechanic, ignored the timer entirely, and just got through it, or we just got. And I never felt like my skill had anything to do with it. Yeah, right. it's always just your light level's high enough,
0: and you're doing enough damage, so just brute force your way through it instead of. Playing the game, like actually switching up your tactics, actually playing to the modifiers that are being placed on you. Yeah. Alright, so... While we were at the beach, the main thing, the main highlight of my gaming experience while I was down there was beating the raid. Because at 2.30 in the morning, I was cheering out loud with my entire family in the house. But (laughs) I'm pretty sure I yelled, kill that bitch, kill that bitch. (laughs) Like that last little sliver, it was like, we are not going down here. Like shoot, fire, kill him, do whatever you have to do. Throw grenades, pocket supers, do whatever it takes. Like those last probably 10 seconds were the most stressful 10 seconds in Destiny 2 so far.
2: I mean, but it felt good. Yeah. Once you saw him go down. Um, yeah, it was
0: great once I saw him go down. But the other thing I did while I was down there is I played a lot of my Switch. And I know I've been saying I've been playing a lot of Switch, but my Switch playtime, just from having more content, has been increased. Like, I have Golf Story, I have Pit Cross, I have. I played more Splatoon 2. It was just a really great environment. Like, I had access to a TV, so when nobody else was doing something on the TV, i just pop pop my Switch into the dock and play some Shovel Knight. Or sit it in handheld mode on the TV and play a couple rounds of poking. Or play some Golf Story while riding in the car somewhere. I definitely played hours of Pit Cross on the car ride to Florida. I just opened Pit Cross and just started, like, checking off puzzles. I probably did no less than 30 puzzles straight. Dang. In one sitting. Like, it's just that game is so relaxing, it's so... I mean, it's just one of those, it's a puzzle game, sound mechanics, like nothing's really, it's not stressful. Relaxing music. Right, relaxing music. It times you, but it's not like you're placed on a leaderboard or anything, it's just like, oh, Took you two minutes to do this. I don't know if that's good or bad. I don't care. <laughs> I'm playing Pit Cross, so I did realize that one of them. I stopped and had a conversation in the middle of it. I was like, "Whoa, this timer is like ten minutes. Let me like go back and do this one again for a much better time." I think I got it like under a minute.
2: So it's basically your challenge and yourself. If right. you can do this puzzle faster the next time.
0: Right. But I mean, like when I was just checking them off, I was just going through and like no time was over like three and a half minutes. So I didn't care. Right. It was just that one that I was like, okay, this, I should not have had a conversation in the middle of this. So I'm going to go back and just get a better time. So like, if there's this, I haven't even looked if there are stats, but if, if there's like an average time for puzzles or whatever i don't want to have that just be completely skewed because of this puzzle like it's not that it took me 10 minutes to solve it it's just that i did something else for that 10 minutes got distracted explain the game of pit cross to somebody while trying to play pit cross and yeah it takes longer to explain pit cross than it does to play pit cross yeah definitely does So I played a good amount of Pit Cross, played a good amount of Golf Story. For anybody who can play Golf Story, it's on Switch. Um, It is a 16-bit JRPG where instead of random turn-based battles, you play golf. Mario Golf style. It's an amazing game for handheld. It has some pretty good writing. It's just a 16-bit RPG. If you like Earthbound... If you liked, it has very Stardew Valley vibes, which I also got since the last time we recorded. So, going to Florida, I got Pit Crossing Golf Story. But, since being back from Florida, I've gotten Stardew Valley and Arms. See, now all the
1: Switch needs is an Animal Crossing game.
0: It needs Animal Crossing, Smash Bros., Pokemon, and Metroid. Half of those have been
1: announced already. Yeah.
0: Half. And the others are heavily rumored. Heavily. Very heavily rumored. So, I mean, I think I'm set. Like, I've been great with just the games that I have so far. I got ARMS simply because playing the test fire... Or, the test punch, sorry. I mean, heck, what we played was fun. Yeah. I enjoyed it. ARMS is, like, ARMS is... Is a mechanically sound fighting game. And they're making it more competitively viable plus they're doing the Overwatch route slash Splatoon route of all maps and characters and modes are going to be free. So you just buy the game and you just get so Step. there's a yeah, you just get content like thrown to you. So every time I check into the game, like I put the game in, automatically got I don't know how many stages, two like, fully featured characters. Actually, speaking of content being
1: thrown at you... Iron Banner's tomorrow! Everyone grind to look like really sick Destiny samurais. Yeah, just back on to Destiny for a quick second.
0: No, just Iron Banner's tomorrow. Yeah, that Iron Banner gear is very sick. If you haven't seen it, look it up. There are some gifs on Bungie's official Twitter of all three classes in the full Iron Banner armor just rotating in circles, and it's just... It makes me want that
1: Titan armor
0: so terribly
1: bad. The fact that I'm the fact that I it's at the point where it's like all my engrams are about at three hundred. All my engrams are dropping at three hundred. So that gear set's gonna keep me up there. Yeah. That's well, light level
0: advantages aren't applied in Iron Banner. Well,
1: anymore. it's not that, it's just the fact that I like the fact I, that I, I could just get you this know. armor and just run it. Didn't it used to be? Yeah, Yeah. they used to be. They announced that in the new one it won't be. Yeah. uh, Why? Because the whole... It solves the creeping problem that Destiny 1 had. It's it's like if you didn't play Destiny consistently, there was just a point where especially the PvP events just got away from you.
2: I feel like I was always able to play Iron Banner and... Well, yeah, because it was 6v6, but... Now with 4v4. And it's like it's more
1: competitive, and Uh, it's just one of those... It's gonna run away from you. Like, that's what happened with Trials. It's like, oh, I'm light level, whatever. Let me play some Trial. No, you're now going against the sweatiest, max light level people who only play this game.
0: Right, there were people going flawless within the first hour of Trials being out.
2: Dang. Yeah.
0: So, just instead of having two, like, Trials is gonna probably be like that. But for Iron Banner to be a PvP event that's actually accessible and fun, because there is no Trials armor, which was one of the incentives to play Trials in the first game. Now the incentive is guns, which makes sense for the mode. But to not lock behind, not lock crazy amazing armor behind that wall, because like the Trials of Osiris Titan gear from it Destiny One, gear. Like, yeah, it was all
1: Egyptian gear. Yeah, it was the most hunters look like a mummy. Um titans look like a jackal and like warlocks look like a phoenix and i might have titans and warlocks switched around but it was sick i want to say we looked like anubis our jackal. gear our jackal, jackal. Yeah. yeah yeah so titan had anubis gear yeah and, and warlocks had raw gear
0: and now all it's so all samurai well no there's no trials gear in destiny 2 well i'm iron
1: banner samurai
0: yeah iron banner samurai now But Iron Banners legitimately consistently had
1: good armor Yeah. ever since vanilla Destiny. Another thing about it, though, is this speaks into the whole kind of the philosophy change of Destiny 2. Like, they're not going for... Unlike with Destiny 1, which was like, play the game, play the game, play the game, just grind, 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 grind to get whatever you want. It's now ease of access. Like, I I feel like I can play this and balance my college. I can play this and probably play something else on the side right it's like, it doesn't this you can actually do other things and actually get somewhere in this game now right Dude, and and like destiny that. doesn't take
0: 20 hours a week anymore now that we are kind of in the groove of playing we can pop in for maybe five six hours a week total Knock out all our milestones, except for like the like the big, very high end the,
1: yeah, like the only mi- there's only three milestones that I don't consistently finish every week on my char- on my two characters, and that's the raid, the nightfall, and trials of the night. that's it, but everything else, like you can pop in, do your clan XP, yeah. do your call to arms, do your that's what I did yesterday flashpoint, right yeah, and you get gear and then also there's like it seems to have rotating events like. I'm willing to bet that it's going to be Iron Banner this week for the public PvP event, and then next week we're going to have Faction Rallies again. And it's just to, and that's going to be the alteration. While well, Trials is every weekend. Faction Rally is going to alternate with Iron Banner this time. That's cool. That'd be cool. Well, I mean, just the scheduling of content is cool.
0: Speaking of content being added to games, Overwatch, they've announced... I know... You guys haven't played in the Overwatch. Um, in taking a break from Destiny 2, I played four competitive games for my placement for Season 6. Two wins, two losses. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, not that bad from the fact that we haven't played Overwatch seriously in a right. like like good while. Yeah, we haven't played Overwatch seriously in close to a month.
1: More than a month. Because I know I wasn't playing, because I know know the the last two, three weeks leading up to Destiny 2, all I played was Persona 5. Right, we were
0: all playing, I was playing a lot of the same one. And
1: what?
2: Crash Bandicoot.
0: Yeah, so we were all playing games to try and clear out our backlog in between, but Overwatch just announced, Overwatch League skins, um, one of the North American teams has a Genji skin, And... and... uh, the Shanghai team has a May skin, so they announced when they initially announced the Overwatch League, they said we'd be getting in-game items. A lot of people assume that would just be sprays or play player icons, but the first items that we've seen have been skins. And while they're not like the most amazing hardcore, they're just like recolors of the, of the basic skin with like the team branding on it. I think that's a way bit that. Just makes completionists want it
1: more. Like, let's say you play May, like Not just you that, want but also... It, it's also, like... I. It's a better in-game way of displaying your... What... Who you root for. Like right. yeah. for Team USA. Yeah, Player Icon yeah. is great. Well, we have
0: multiple teams in the U.S. So, it's... Yeah. When the Overwatch League really kicks into gear, because, like, it's ramping up, like, rapidly. Like... Once it actually kicks into gear, I think we'll all be pretty
1: invested. in On it. the quick notion of esports, I do think that Blizzard should have taken should should have paid attention more to how um what is it uh Owen Gaming from Korea handles their tournaments because they did the big Korean tournament Apex for Overwatch and they had it going, they had it working well, they had the rules set down. Well, the Overwatch
0: Contenders has been... Like, I feel like the Overwatch um, World Cup at BlizzCon is going to be way,
1: like, a lot more polished than it was last year. Yeah, I. but also another thing about it is I feel like I've blatantly watched more of the Korean tournament because that was earlier.
0: Well, there's that, that being earlier and like a lot of times these smaller private tournaments have been carrying the competitive scene in Overwatch for a while while people wait for the Overwatch League to get structured and get going but there is also in Overwatch I completely lost my train of thought um competitive. Oh! (laughs) Blizzard just bought an arena for specifically for Overwatch esports to be played in, hey, listen, <laughs> right. So, that's to have I like say. an actual like
1: location, like an actual stage, dedicated to it, like to have cool a complete production. Because I would love if thing Overwatch in... got like the production values of like League the of international Legends, of like League of Legends, like their home tournaments. The production values of like the oh, it's LCS. LCS? I think Blizzard has the money to
0: blow Riot out of the water and blow Valve out of the water with their presentation because Blizzard games in general can rival both Valve games and Riot games in presentation.
1: They do. It's just one of those, I'm waiting for them to Actually do it. To have it, yeah. Because, like, I've watched... I'm still watching Worlds. I'm watching the League of Legends World Championship right now. It's like... I like the way they have it produ- produced. I like the way they handle the everything, like how do you view the pick and ban phase, how you view the actual game itself. Mm-hmm. You could see the players, how they handle the player cams. Like, I'm just waiting for Blizzard to just roll theirs out. Yeah, from basically. what I've seen in their WoW tournaments, it looks pretty yeah, well. WoW tournaments? Oh yeah, there's yeah, uh, there's arena tournaments and there are uh, Mythic Plus dungeon races.
0: Oh. Yeah, there's StarCraft tournaments, Diablo tournaments, World of Warcraft tournaments, Hearthstone tournaments. Like, the only game that really isn't viable for them to do tournaments right now. Like, the least viable, of course they have Heroes of the Storm tournaments. The least viable is Diablo 3. Yeah, and supposedly there's going to be a Diablo 4 to fix that. Like, there's no long tail of microtransactions on Diablo, which they have on all their other games. Like, they have continued well, they revenue did streams.
1: in Diablo 3, but then they got rid of it because it all went bad.
0: They tried to do... Like, if they did Diablo 3's launch right now with the microtransactions and the in-game auction house the way it was before, it would have been way more accepted now that things like that have proved
1: themselves, like, in-game economies have actually proven to work. No, 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 but, like, one of the reasons it didn't work for Diablo, though, was, like, it broke gameplay structure and made it so that it kind of helped enforce a meta in Diablo, which hit it real hard. It was, like, if you were a barbarian, you needed this many of the tier... You needed, like, two to four pieces of this tier set so you can get... So you can pretty much get extra rage on your spins, and when your spins you're pretty much unseeable, unkillable, and if you kept continued spinning, you'd win. You'd Spend win. Spin to win.
0: So the other thing going on in Overwatch starting tomorrow, the Halloween Terror event comes back. Skins Yeah. Great skins. Okay. It doesn't seem like it's gonna be too heavy on new content. My assumption is we're going to get Junkenstein's Revenge back and we're also going to get a Junkenstein with all heroes the same way we got the Overwatch Uprising with all heroes. So that'll be interesting to play again. I'm not super excited about that but what I am excited for is all the new Legendary skins plus all the skins from last year being discounted again. I feel like this event with the new loot box drop rates I feel like I could spend $20 and probably get at least a majority of the new items that I want. As opposed to before Before summer games of this year, I would spend too much on overwatches during events.
1: I do feel like, though, loot boxes are a tad bit is gambling.
0: Yeah, it is gambling, and it doesn't really... It, it's not... If they just had these random drops and, like, instead of every level we get a loot box, after every match we get a loot box, there are ways they could pace it and make it less egregious. But Overwatch is an example of a game that's super egregious with loot boxes, especially with the new drop rates.
1: Like, yeah, it's just one of those, it's just, it's the culture of it that I'm worried about. Like, I'm seeing loot boxes being in basically. Every $60 game that I've looked at, except for like, it's in Battlefront 2, it's in Shadows of War, it's in Forza, it's in Overwatch, it's in Destiny, it's like...
0: It was in Titanfall, it was in in Gears of War 4, Halo 5. Yeah, it's
1: like, the only game that I play, I even play remotely consistently that I'm okay with loot boxes is Heroes of the Storm in League of Legends, just because the entry cost of that game is nothing. True. That's but, I fair. mean,
0: over, I mean, Overwatch is a $60 game where they then sell you cosmetics, but to me, that's not as bad yeah. because
1: you get all of the characters' modes and maps for free. Yeah, I mean, there's levels to it. As with everything, there's levels to it. Like, Shao's Mordor, I'm going to find Morgary just because this is a single-player game. Right, yeah. so you're... You're
0: basically... Paying, paywalling. Yeah, they're paywalling content, definitely. But they're paywalling... They're padding the game to make you spend money. Instead of just building the game and crafting the game to be the linear narrative that they want to tell. Or the open world, like... Whatever it's world. supposed to be. Yeah. Or what, don't cut of content. being what they want it to be, they pad in content... To make it more difficult, so you're spending money on their loot boxes, so you're getting items that improve your gameplay. Experience. But another thing
1: about it, though, is it's a Warner Brothers game. And never buy, buyer's tip, never buy a Warner Brothers game when it comes out. You might as well just wait, no matter how good it is, wait. They'll have a Game of the Year edition for like half the price yeah. at the end of the year, where they'll have all the content, and then you can just wait for that to be on sale. I bought Shadows of Mordor. Game of the Year edition with all hundred-something dollars worth of DLC for $3. Yeah, I got it for under
0: $10 on PSN. And I got uh, Mortal Kombat XL
1: on... That's why I haven't bought yeah. Injustice 2 yet. I wanted that game. It right. looks good. It looks like fun. The characters are dope, but... I got Injustice 1 Ultimate Edition for free. I got the Mortal
0: 3. Kombat XL for like 20 bucks. Yeah, see? And I yeah. bought that game day one. And he, you spent $60 on it day one yeah. with... Not as many characters, not mm-hmm. as many, like, just a inferior version of the game. And yeah. you spent three times as much just because you bought it on day one. Yeah. And so a lot of... Warner Brothers is the Don't. studio.
1: Warner is, Brothers and EA. <laughs> oh, God. Well, no, God. EA
0: has gotten better because Titanfall 2. Mm-hmm. No, EA. The Titanfall 2 is free. Everything's free.
1: What, like, I can't think of a... Yeah, but EA did sandwich Timefall 2 between Call of Duty uh, Infinite Infinite Warfare Warfare and Battlefront. Battlefield. Yeah. Battlefield 1.
2: trying to compete against...
1: No, it's one of those, like, why would you put it there? That's dumb.
0: I think we talked about this on the episode of the podcast, but the timing for that was dumb, but EA's... I feel like EA's releases have been on the higher quality side like I know NBA 2K18 came out and was riddled with microtransactions and was like a big mess with that but FIFA has come out and FIFA people are just singing FIFA 18's praises and so wait, you but that's know, two games, like,
1: but both of those
0: are made by EA no, 2K is made by 2K no. they have, EA has NBA Live which has been failing for years yeah, it's the no inferior heard, so. basketball the inferior yeah. basketball game but yeah 2k does 2k 18 they do the WWE games but EA does FIFA and Madden and this year's Madden even we non-sports gamers really we're talking about the story mode of Madden this year so like I feel like even EA like as money hungry as they've been in the past are doing a lot more
1: pro-consumer things
2: I mean, they're going to have to if they want to stay in the game like that. Yeah, especially
1: with the fact that the indie scene is kind of... We're at a point where it's like, you, one person could just make the next hit now.
0: Right. Yeah. That's true. Player Unknown's Battlegrounds is taking the world by storm and... Last year was Undertale. Well, last Every year is a few games. Because it's like Stardew like Valley, Valley, Axiom Verge.
1: I feel like this That's year true. has been really really going like this Sexy year, Brutal was good.
0: Uh Steamworld Dig 2 is really good. Like all a lot of these indie games that are coming out the gate really I strong. Mean, golf. The golf game you were golf just Golf Store? Yeah, that. Right. Yeah, Golf Store is good. Like all of these indie hits are hitting and they're accessible everywhere and people have gotten over the hump of, "Oh, I don't play indie games. I only play AAA games." Well, I mean, the m- mid-tier games that the people who supposedly only play AAA games have gone away. We're getting a Dark three, but we're not getting Dark Siders three and four in the same generation. That's just not how it's happening. We're this around the time of God of War three coming out. We got God of War three, Bayonetta, Dante's Inferno, Devil May Cry four was a little bit before that. You got, but. Afterwards, you got DMC Devil May Cry, you got a bunch of games in the same genre, filling the same, like, need, but the only example, the only genre I can think of that is saturated to the point that, like, Hack and Slash were last generation, or third-person action games were, in general, last generation are open fighting world. games. Oh, I'd say
1: open world games for this generation.
0: But, I mean, open world games now are actually revolutionizing
1: themselves. Breath of the Wild, Horizon S- Zero, Dawn. Some, some are. Like, oh, yeah, we yeah. did have games like Mad Max last year. Mafia. Well, Mad Max... All of these games, <laughs> to their credit,
0: because it's going to sound like I'm bashing on them, but, like, Mad
1: Max... No, um, no, my entire point is about it is that's the... That's the genre everyone's making. Everyone wants to make a technically impressive open world game these But days. I mean,
0: Horizon, Breath of the Wild, and it looks like Assassin's Creed Origins are just setting the bar so high that not everybody can just throw out open world games the way they were. Did either of you beat Horizon?
1: No. That's on my backlog, but I. I'm not pretending that I did, because it's like right after I got Horizon. I got Resident Evil 7, and if I remember correctly, someone really wanted me to beat Resident Evil 7. I did.
2: And you did. And <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and that's why Horizon's still on the backlog. What pushed Horizon out? Persona? For no. me? For you, it was... Breath like, of the-, the Wild on Wii U. What'd you get? You got that in March?
0: Yeah, I got that not too long after it came out. The reviews started coming in and everybody was like, holy crap, this game's actually amazing. And I was like, well, I can play it.
1: And I did. A lot.
0: Yeah. Speak.
1: And also on the topic, because transitions, of games I played instead of Destiny this week. I played Street Fighter Five again.
2: Because, uh... The game he's been talking shit about for at least the last four podcasts. I mean, Jalen... Wait, four?! What are you talking about? Jaylen's Since talked, it came
0: out. Yeah, Jalen's talked pretty consistent shit about Street Fighter Five
1: and Marvel vs. Capcom. And I feel Avengers. like I'm successful because we got a release date for Street Fighter Five Arcade Edition, <laughs> which adds all the single-player content that I've been complaining about the entire time.
2: Jalen says you're welcome. <laughs>
1: I, I, well, I mean, I read the
0: report on this on the podcast few episodes ago so it was like oh this rumor is going around about there's going to be a street fighter 5 arcade edition coming out and
1: and now we got a release date pretty
0: yeah pretty much verbatim the
1: rumor i read is the report that's but, out but i would like to say something about this release date though it's supposed to be releasing not long before or after dragon ball fighter z comes out Which has been the game that's been... People, we've been comparing it to Marvel vs. Capcom. The last big Capcom fighter to come out. That's true.
0: And so now they're going to bring their... Not their most recent fighter, but the one before that. And try and have it compete.
1: Which I just don't think is going to work. It possibly could. And the reason why is because A... They're adding the Street Fighter 4 stuff that makes the game more technical. We're getting new critical arts, we're getting new V-skills, we're getting new V-triggers. Like, we saw Armika's new V-skill, her uh, tag partner comes out and hits you with a chair. That's dope. Because of wrestling. Yeah. But it's like we're getting these V-skills, V-triggers, and all this stuff. And then also, I want to say Sagat is supposed to be the first character of Season 3. So we got Mr. Tiger Knee back, so it's like, (laughs) it's looking like this game might actually be fun again. I didn't have the content for me, because I'm not the type of person who takes a fighting game, gets online, and want to climb a ladder. I just want to make sure I'm better than y'all. That's pretty much my priority.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'll definitely give you, like, when I was playing Street Fighter, when I got Street Fighter, and was really playing Street Fighter, and was getting into the minutia of like playing that game and I got the fight stick and was really learning how to play on a fight stick because like I've, I got accustomed to 2D fighting games on a gamepad. Yeah. So going over to a fight stick was like completely different muscle memory for moves and like things like that. So experimenting with that was great. And knowing I'm getting all the arcade edition content for free since I already have the game, yep. That's like all of that's just good news for me. And they're gonna like putting out the arcade edition is gonna revitalize the
1: community. Is gonna bring more people in. it's gonna have. I mean, hey, it, it's giving you the thing. It's giving you the thing. Fighting games are built off of the arcade mode. That's sure. true. It's weird not having an arc. Thinking about ha- a fighting game, not having a Street having- Fighter game. <laughs> a Street, street Fighter, fighter game. game. Yeah, to think of a
0: main series Street Fighter or just a Street Fighter period without an arc that launched without an arcade mode and went multiple years without an arcade mode.
1: Yeah, and honestly, the reason, the main reason why I see it happening was because when it first came out, it should have been it should have been released not at sixty, should have been released at like thirty, maybe forty. And have it the turn and call it the tournament edition or something. Because that's what it was. It was so all the pros can get their hands on it pre-Evo. That was the only reason that that game came out when it did. Because they wanted to get, they wanted to give time for the pros to get ready for the Capcom Cup.
2: Sacrifice and let it run at 30 frames per second.
1: I mean, it's not even the frame rate that's the problem. It's like, A, the combos aren't as technical B. No, price-wise is what you were No, talking. yeah, I mean, yeah. like, price-wise, like, it's not... Dollars, not like, FPS. Not FPS. It's like, it should have been... That should not have come out, been released as a $60 game. It should have been, hey, do you... It should have been the pre-Evo edition or something. Because that's what it was. It was just enough of the game so the pros could get good at it for Evo and then Capcom Cup.
0: All right, so... Talking about uh, Street Fighter and Overwatch, and Destiny, and Titanfall, and ARMS, and all of these games, uh, earlier we started a conversation about game staying power these days. Because Destiny 1, I played Destiny 1 consistently over the How many of hours years. did we waste on that game? Hundreds of hours were poured into Destiny. But, I mean, I'm not too far over 100 hours in Overwatch. And Destiny 2... We, be, we, like, plowed through the content in Destiny 2, sure. which I knew would happen. But, I mean, I had to keep up with you guys. <laughs> I, I wanted to favor it, but
1: you guys... See, that's what character 2 and 3 is for. True. Like, I wish, I wish I didn't savor it on my second character. Because I'm trying to start my hunter, and I'm like, I don't really want to do this entire story mode oh, again. Man. Like, at this point, I wish that I could just get an item to just boost me. Cause yeah. <laughs> would you spend money on that item? If it, was, you know, if it was cheap, yes, ten dollars. Ten dollars to get you to two eighty. No, not to two eighty. No, no no, 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 no. I'd pay ten dollars to get me to twenty. Yeah, I'm saying twenty with two eighty like... Nah. I mean, that gets you over like a lot of the like. It gets you early hurdle. But that's the thing about it though is, I wouldn't buy that because this is my third character. When I hit twenty, I'm pretty much gonna hit like nearly 280, light. Like, the moment I hit 20.
0: Yeah, I'm sure. Like, you can, guns, just...
1: Guns, I have exotics waiting for me. Oh, yeah. But That's like, one thing I need to do. I honest. have my, because the thing is, I always, every time Zerg comes around, I pick up the exotics that I know I don't yeah. have. I
0: mean, yeah. I would do that if I could, but like, I've been week, trying to get the Titan ones and the gun. This, I've been consistently trying to at
1: least get the guns. This the week, guy. I got, this week, all I had to pick up was the weapon and the Titan which was Insurmountable Skull Fort. Right. Which was good, because I need a Striker exotic on my Titan, and... Vigilant Wing was the weapon. Madrid's favorite weapon. Yeah, the Trials of Osiris looking gun. Mm-hmm.
0: So, and I got both of those exotics, and... By the time I got those two, the gold trophy for the exotic life in Destiny 2 popped for having 15 exotics. Nice. So I'm one step closer to platinum in Destiny 2. All I have left is Max Out Hunter, Max Out Warlock, uh, Prestige Raid, uh, Trials of the Nine, Beat One Match, and I think that's it. Yeah, I think that's about it. So we the discussion we were having was game staying power. So we put hours and hours into these other games, but it seems like especially this year, like Destiny 2, a game that should have lasted us months, has lasted us less than a month. Well, I and would- we're already re- we're waiting for either the next expansion or
1: the next game or. I I wouldn't really say it hasn't lasted us because I feel like Destiny 2 isn't the all consuming game Destiny 1 was. Because Destiny 1 was like, oh yeah, I can spend an afternoon playing for like 12 hours, and I'll probably only get up a light level or two, because of RNG. But now it's like, oh, I pretty much can get all the gear I want, all the items I want. I don't have to play it as much, so I have room for other stuff. Right, Right. a lot of stuff in Destiny 2 is waiting. Yeah, like there's there's new content every week. There's like something new going on every week. Like last week it was Faction rallies. Tomorrow's Iron Banner... I want to say something else came out the week before that. Trial started the week before that, or something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've every single week we've gotten new content in Destiny too. It's almost hard for me to believe that this game has only been out for a month.
0: Less than that. It came out the sixth, and today is. The ninth. oh, the ninth. It has been more than a month. I don't know why I thought it was. <laughs> like... a... I thought it was earlier in October oh. than it was. <laughs> like. Going to see Kid Cuddy Thursday.
1: Woo! The hype is just going to intensify for that. Yeah, but it's like, I feel like this is a game that's not trying to be the only game you play. It's like, yeah, you could totally play me for like, eh, three hours, three to five hours a week per character. Yeah. That's really how long it takes. Especially since they made the uh, call of, to arms for the Crucible shorter. Like... I want to say, um, as long as you're not getting curb stomped every game, it takes like six wins. Six games. Six, seven games. Yep.
0: Yeah. Which is nothing. Like, as short as the matches run, and as like, easy as it is in quick play, the matches don't run long.
1: But I also feel like as a community, we're too quick to... And this is just like, as a gaming community in general, I do feel like as players we are too quick. To move on from one thing to another? Because, like, with Overwatch having this new stuff announced, I remember there was... Anton was speaking earlier saying, Oh, is the Queen going to show up? Is that the character we're going to get? When they announced Lunar Colony, there was another character we thought they were going to get. And in between the Lunar Colony and the Queen, there was, what, Soldier 26 or something that they were talking about? Oh, I didn't see that. Like, there's... There's always something. And usually the last thing we talked about still isn't out. Yeah. Like, in Destiny, people are are talking extensively about trying to figure out what uh, the Curse of Osiris is going to be, the first DLC pack. The Prestige Raid isn't out. Iron Banner's tomorrow. It's like... Right. We're not giving time for the stuff to even come out before we move on to the next thing.
0: Alright, so I think this is a good place to call it a night. Um... Uh, one last bit. I'm going to go back over everything that I said at the start of the show, just so if you stick with us all the way through, like, just so you don't forget. Don't forget
1: to like and subscribe and leave a rating.
0: Yeah, like, subscribe, share, <laughs> leave a rating on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play. Uh, we'll be checking for these, so if you want something right on the show, leave a positive iTunes review, and we'll read... Your positive iTunes review, get your name or on heck, the show. Or, hey, be funny. Yeah, be funny. Like, yeah. leave a joke. Let's have some fun with this. Five. Give us a five star and leave a hilarious joke. That'd be the best gift you could give us as a podcast. Um, we need <laughs> people to email the CheesyControllerPodcast at gmail.com email address. Mm-hmm. And to tweet the CheesyController without the E for our live show that we have coming up. Um, it's perfectly possible that I'll fabricate a bunch of questions the day before just so we have talking points but I'd much rather have those come from our listeners especially now that our listener base is growing more and more uh, you can follow me on twitter at Anton6 with three x's
1: Jaylen. you can find me at SquidBishop exactly how it sounds you can find me at Ravioli 3 x
0: All right, and this has been a Know It's Good production. And until next time, keep it cheesy. All right. Yeah.